Thank you for listening to From the Friar. This is Ellie. And this is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us for another episode. Brand new season, 90 Day Fiance. No spinoff title, just 90 Day. I'm well, happy to be back. We're back with the original. Very exciting. I I'm Overall actually, thoughts? So far, so good. I feel like some people are really fake, but that's okay. That's okay. It's a little bit to be expected. But I'm I'm pretty interested in the cast. We haven't met everyone, but they all seem like a good group of characters, and I'm sure it's gonna it's gonna make for a lot of really fun scenes. I actually like most of the people. One couple I'm eh about mostly mostly due to the fakeness, but we'll see. It's too early to tell on anyone. Do you have like an early favorite couple, just from like slight intros or just? Oh. Well, we haven't met everyone, but from who I've seen out of the three, I really like Kara and Guillermo. They feel like innocent, nice love. Yeah, Guillermo seems like a very sweet person. Yeah. I think they have a chance. I hope she doesn't... um... Eat him alive. No, I have a feeling... (laughs) They haven't... I don't think they previewed this, but I have a feeling she she would have really strong jealousy issues. Maybe. And I I just... I'm just... I'm just, you know, I'm I'm projecting here. I feel like that will come up in their storyline. For me, I feel like she's going to mother him to death. That could be... Something that annoyed me was they're only six years apart. She makes it seem like this dude is a child and that she's so old. He does look very young. He does, but she, by her own wording, called herself a cougar. I'm like, you can't, you can't be a cougar at like your twenties. Fun fact: people called me a cougar for dating Leon in high school. Or like a year apart, like, <laughs> which was like a real big deal—a senior dating a junior. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I like that um, maybe they've heard the fans, either from this show and obviously other shows. It kind of feels like some of these couples have a chance, and that's good. I feel like couples change so much after their season. So we'll see. I mean, I guess that's the point. It's the 90 days. So you either get married or you don't. And then everyone's recycled, as I say, every season now. Do you want to go in order? Yeah, let's do it. Apologies in advance. So usually when I write notes, I'll write down the pronunciation of the names. I did not this time. So bear with me. First episode, but I promise I'll get it. First, we meet Bilal, 42 years old from Kansas City. He is hood bougie, high maintenance, and mildly OCD. He definitely enjoys the pillows a certain way as well as the sink. We quickly got really annoyed by watching him do that i didn't like the chopping of the pillows just let them be fluffy we get it the man said he's ocd i don't need to see like five scenes of him fixing his fucking pillows no i don't i fucking call this shit as soon as i'm I'm like let me guess real estate he does scream a bit real estate so he's a real estate investor as well as real estate agent i believe is what they said it's funny how easily they're foreshadowing their storyline at the very beginning of their scenes, he's showing a house off to his ex-wife. Yes, so you can assume that the ex-wife will still play a role in their love story, in whatever their story ends up being. So I don't want to say recently divorced. It sounded like about five years, correct? Yeah. So five years divorced, two children. They get along better now than when they were married. So everyone seems happy and healthy and doing well. Now we have no information about this 
do you think his ex-wife cheated on him? <laughs> his sister made it sound like he was in like a credible amount of pain. And I was like, well, was it, did he do something or did she do something? There was a... There wasn't even context clues there, that I there could have was, said, there, other than... There really wasn't? Because that could be chopped up to, your sister always has your back. Regardless of what yeah. happened, they're blaming the other person. Right. But then I was I was, I was, was like, well, that is, might not make too much sense, because it seems like him and his ex-wife have a really good relationship. Yeah. I was Better like, you know, more. someone... Maybe he on. was just too intense, because the sister and him kept talking about, oh, I like things certain ways, it's going to be an adjustment... Oh, so, I, I, I mean, mean, I'm just yeah. saying that alone could have pushed away the wife. A mm-hmm. lot of speculation, though. We have literally no evidence of anything. Do you see me trying to break the status quo? Everyone would assume the guy cheated. And I was like, <laughs> his wife cheated. <laughs> Man, you're trying to do a red table talk right now. <laughs> I don't like, I think, honestly, everything he's doing no one should follow his lead. No, it's an awful example of how you should live your life. Let me get into introducing his fiance, though. All right. Well, he's spiritually married to this woman. Through church, through yeah. faith. Through faith. Something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So his partner is Sheeta, 37 years old, yoga instructor from Trinidad. He describes her as shy, almost uncomfortably shy, until she gets to know you. They spent seven days together. He proposed, and then they haven't seen each other for a while because of COVID, which kind of seems to be the theme for all of the couples. I did think it was really interesting how they talked about their faith, how important it is to them, and how they do not believe in sex before marriage. But they're spiritually married, so it's okay. Right. But what does that mean since they haven't seen each other in two years? Because they were only together for the seven days. So did they Zoom call each other and were like, we are now spiritually married? Was there a third person that blesses that marriage? I need details on that. I don't know. I don't. That is interesting. I don't know how it works in the religion as far as the things you have to go through that like the faith or the church would be like, you are married. But it's all good. They can have sex. So you're saying they poked already? Yes. Well, they would have had to poke real early on that seven day trip. Yeah. So that means they have to get married during that seven day trip. See, I'm already lacking a lot of details here (laughs) that I feel like are really important. Right. Now, I cannot believe this. Sheeta has never seen where this man lived and he's purposely keeping it from her. He calls it a prank. Well, it's a prank slash test. No, it's a fully a test. There's nothing funny about someone giving up their whole life to be with you and you telling them you live in this house that isn't as nice as your other house and you're taking and picking her up in a work van that is not your car. There's a lot of there's a lot of plot holes here because his ex-wife when they were speaking said you like to flex a lot aka mm-hmm. you know on your social media you just happen to flex what you have. Although he tries to be humble and says he doesn't but I'm like I'm, No, I fully believe I'm, her. Yeah, I'm on the ex-wife From side. From the that, photos that even existed? Yeah, those are on social media. You probably Post bougie photos of your watches, your suits, maybe your car in some sunset view, whatever. But then you have to imagine these folks are friends on Facebook or whatever the social media is. They follow each other. So I don't get why he's trying to hide the house of all things when he's probably showing her everything else. So is she supposed to believe that that'd be even weirder? Like you have all these nice suits, you have these nice watches, and then you live in a dump? wasn't a dumb no no i'm just i'm just making the the point you know exaggerated okay but even the 
bigger plot hole is the car. You know he probably flaunts his cars, but he's going to pick you up in a work van and a t-shirt and jeans? She's like, I've never seen you drive this van. Whose van is this? We've seen you in multiple suits already. These are probably the pictures on social media. I, I don't know where he got this idea. It, it just seems it seems like something out of a movie where you want someone to fall in love with you for like your true self and not your money. So he's deceiving her to prove a point, to make sure that she is on his level. Cool. This feels very Isaac vibes for Married at First Sight. Like the woman is already in the hole to him and she has to dig herself out and prove herself to him. Not a way to start a relationship. This man wore Jordans on his boating trip. I think it was him or one of the kids. No, it was him. It was him. We commented about it. I am not wearing no J's on no fishing trips. (laughs) No boats. No boats. No water. No sand. Hell no. All right. You got money if you're just bringing your J's to a fucking fishing trip. That's what I'm saying because you don't care. You don't value them. Oh, he values his home. That shit is not touched. He doesn't even sit on his fucking couches. No. Sits on the floor to call her. That's Uh, weird. I was joking with Ellie. I was like, who the fuck is playing all this chess that he keeps having to fix the fucking pieces? And the person never cleans up after themselves. It's him playing against himself. I think their first couple episodes are just going to be a total clusterfuck. Can we talk about the house? His house or the the one he grew up in? The one he grew up in. Okay. Okay. They either know who lives there because... No, I think they still own it. Okay, that that makes it even worse. He's a real estate agent. He has money. He still owns the home he lived in. And they haven't done shit to upkeep that house. I think it's just more... He keeps it as a memory thing, but he does nothing with it. Like, no one's currently living there. It's probably been vacant for years. And they do nothing with it. I'm sure they've rented out in the past to family members. I'm like, you haven't done... It. This house looks like it hasn't been worked on ever. I mean, redo the paint, redo anything. That's also odd. Yeah, if I was Shada, I would just judge him. I'd be like, wait, this is, family, this is your childhood home and you own it? You've never done anything to it? Well, not only that, when she finds out, how do you make up for that? Why I, are you I, marrying someone you don't trust? I think it's going to be a weird, she's going to not be comfortable there. Well, they showed in the preview. She's already pissed to be there. And they'll eventually just go to his actual house. And she'll be happy. Question mark? Maybe? I don't know. I think you can already tell from the preview that a lot of their conversation is going to be him. I think he's putting up a weird wall. He's pretending to be someone else. For no reason. Like, you know, either making sure she's there for the right reasons. You could have just left this lady alone and not put her through any of this shit. Why are you doing all this weird runaround prank stuff like this is why are you flaunting anything on social media if you are valuing something completely different i think a faster way to get to his point he would have been like i'm just gonna show her who i am how i live and i'll ask her i'll need you to sign a prenup if you want to get married to me and obviously she's like i don't care i love you so it's not a big deal or it'll be a big deal and you could just say just walk away and problem solved you could also just see how the person acts in everyday life You don't have to, I don't know, you don't have to do this weird game to be like, you have won the prize. You can stay in my home. Oddly enough, though, I could see him working. Really? I could see him working. Oh. Just early prediction there. Just early prediction. I hope she's just pissed and leaves. Mm, Fair. Kara29 from Charlottesville. She dreams of balloons and makes balloon garlands for a living. This is kind of her COVID thing. And she is right. Everyone had like their own thing that they explored during COVID times. This was hers. Like a and, podcast. 
Oh no! Yeah, that was ours. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was a lot of people's. I fully agree. Do you remember one time on like Amazon, all the mics were sold out? I don't. Yeah, this wow. was before we got into. Oh, we gotcha. were late in the okay. game. Okay. When she was driving with all of these balloons, I was so stressed out. I'm stressed out when there's just some in the back seat. I can't imagine it being all over me. And then you're popping 10 of them on the way. I was curious what she does when they are much more, you know, just bigger in size. She probably takes backups. Or she assembles them there. That could be a thing. Yeah, that could be a thing. Because her car was packed. She was, I mean, she was popping them on the way, trying to take it out. It was, it made for a good scene. Shocks about all the different jobs that she had over the years, and she called herself a Jill of all trades. She got a job in the Dominican Republic, and she fell for the waiter. She kept talking about his looks and his lips, and at one point she said that he was a beautiful young boy, and I thought that was so weird. Why would you say it like that? Also, call him a man. I don't know. You're, like, gonna marry him, and he's, like, of age. Don't call him a boy. Oh, his grandma loves his lips, too. And I'm like, this is getting weird. I know. I'm like, please stop. I'm uncomfortable. And Kara, stop. You're 29. Stop. Don't. He's don't, 23. He's don't, not. Don't act like you're old. Stop it. boy. Then we meet Guillermo, 23 years old, from Venezuela, living in the DR for three months. Three years, excuse me. Yeah, it seems like he moved there. He had a couple brothers that were living there. Yeah, so due to the everything happening and all the unrest, he moved to where his brothers were, which happened to be the Dominican Republic. They lived together for eight months before he proposed overlooking the ocean, and it looked beautiful. She is kind of switching jobs. She is moving into real estate and realizes it would be better for both of them if he moved with her to the U.S. So they have started the K-1 process. Kara is going to the DR to escort him to the U.S. because his Venezuelan passport is expired and it cannot be reissued. Why does she think she has power over anything that happens? Uh, I have no idea. But you mentioned that, or they mentioned that they could travel with a visa thing? Yes, there was. Even though his passport's expired? Yes, for a visa, it would be fine. If there is an issue, why would she be the solution? Maybe she wants this, like, lovey-dovey... We're going together, babe. But this is where I'm going with the mothering thing. It's already starting. His first obstacle that he needs to get over. She's like, no, 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 I'll take care of it. Just just let him do it. It's okay. He doesn't need his hand held. 23-year-old man. You know what's interesting? I think she's hyper-analyzing his age, but the one place you decide to take this dude is to your high school reunion. Also, is that your high school boyfriend or is that a guy... That you went to high school with that you dated four years ago. I would not give a shit what a high school boyfriend had to say. No, if, if anything, I'm, I'm avoiding. Yep, we're not know. talking. If anything, I'm giving you a hey across the room and that's it. Yeah, we're not You doing don't no get to s- say anything yeah. and you don't get to have any opinion on my life. Could you imagine the conversations with production be like, okay, my ex-boyfriend's going to be there. We should do like a sit down conversation and you prep the cameras and it's like an interview thing. No. If I was no. Guillermo. I'm not up for that shit. I would just tell him to I'd fuck like, off. I'd be like, tell me the deeds, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just like, your opinion doesn't matter. You, you guys are 16 years old. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, that's going to be some cringe television. It is. When that episode and it's comes so, out. it feels so set up already. Yeah. Who cares what their ex thought? You're, you're engaged. You're moving on. <sighs> this is the problematic couple. I have thoughts and feelings. First, we meet Jabri, 28 years old, currently living in South Dakota. 
He describes himself as out there, crazy, and dresses like he's from another planet. He's a musician, frontman for the Black Serbs, a space punk band. Then we meet Miana. That might also be Miona. Apologies. Again, I'll get it second episode. She's 23 years old, currently living in Serbia. She's a makeup artist, and Jabri feels like this is really his soulmate. They love to travel together and got engaged in Thailand. It honestly did look really sweet. Like, whoever was there to take photos or whatever was going on, it was pretty cool. Now, red flags are ready. She wants to live in LA, which I feel like a lot of people do, obviously. That's not the issue. But the issue is, I don't think she's going to be satisfied even for one year in South Dakota. I wonder if the folks outside looking in, when you watch either like social media or movies or anything, I mean, those are the cities that are really featured. I mean, like LA, New York, like the big, big time cities of like, this is America. But one, it's the expectation. Yeah, yeah. Most of it's not. And there are other awesome cities in the US, but I can see why folks can fall over with that LA dream. I mean, you know, good looking people. You got the sun. You got the beach. You got Hollywood. I mean, I, I get it. You know, reality do- does come up and living in locations like that, it is extremely expensive. And I fucking called this shit. He was kind of giving us an introduction of like what he's been up to. And I could fucking tell it was coming. I'm like, this dude is definitely bad with money. Yes. It almost seems like the way he's been living, I mean, he probably does shows, gets paid, but like his money's gone, like, or goes to travel, like his gone, money's gone super quick. And we find out that's the exact same way she is. And then he even self-proclaimed mentions like, yeah, I'm, I haven't been the best with money. And I'm like, there it fucking is. There it is. And he says this is the reason he had to, well, he wanted to move back home, save money. Because I assume he was just traveling uh, no, all the time. No, that, and I think he mentions that... During COVID, I mean, there's no shows. There's no. Mm-hmm. She's probably like, there's no Shit, point. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta move back home. Which we talked about is an interesting sort of similarity between a lot of these young people that they live with their parents. Yeah. Which it's more and more of a growing thing. Of well, folks are a little bit older still living with their parents. It's a reflection of the current climate. Yeah. So we have COVID. We have employment issues. We have housing prices. Inflation. I mean, it's. We're seeing the perfect reflection of society and what people are needing to do to get by. And it's really interesting now to see it here. Or at least I noticed it here, I should say. Yeah. And it was curious that so many people had their own kind of unique story of kind of living with their parents. Yeah. And if you noticed, not only that with being able to save money and whatnot and the help that their parents provide, but also due to COVID and what that means for their careers and Mm -hmm. how all of pretty much everyone's job has shifted. Or like in case of Jabri, like stagnated. I mean, if if you're you're sort of ascending as an artist and then COVID just like halted all your work, unless you're, you're blowing up on TikTok or some kind of social media platform where you can connect with your fans. Like you're really, your progress is halted. Yeah. That is really fascinating. I thought it was really interesting that Jabri talked about being biracial As a biracial person, I know exactly what he's talking about. You're not enough of anything for society. What is so frustrating is to see the black fishing that's happening by his fiance. There are clear pictures of her as a teenager, and she is just a normal looking pale girl. (laughs) I don't know how to call it, but she looks nothing like she looks now. Do you think it's more of... She's representing what she's into versus specifically saying I'm black. 
she's into the Kardashians. These are all people that do that. And so it's just following that, I assume. But it really bugs me that she doesn't even own it. She's deleting comments on Instagram. Oh. She's not addressing it. She said, let them wonder. It makes me relevant. You, what? Why? So, so is this someone that you think is, or both of them are on the show to blow up their image? Yes. I think they both are. Digress. It just bugs the shit out of me that there are clear photos from when you're a teenager to now in the progression and you act like this is how you've always been. Also, look at the color of her scalp. Just, we'll leave it at that. I like Jabri's mom. She is right. You have to follow the rules of where you're staying. It's a very simple life rule. No matter whose house you're in, you might not agree with it, but then you don't stay there. Right. You know, if they're probably a little bit more on the conservative side, Mm -hmm. probably don't need your fiance to be 80% uh, showing skin. Which, if she wants to, hell yeah, do it. But because you're in his mom's house, that's where the line is. So that's what sucks. You're in your own place, do whatever the hell you want. His mom seemed pretty down to earth, but I love that he's, you know, he's 28. He's a grown man, but obviously when you have parents, like you're always a little kid and all that stuff. But the, the way, lawn mowing, the, the, the lawn up. mowing and the way they were just talking to him of like, well, we usually give you advice and you like, don't listen to it. I'm like, oh <laughs> yes, my God. Yes, that's the pattern. Yeah. It was like flashbacks of like anyone that's a kid and their parents are just talking to their ear and they're like, all right, whatever. Although I guess this dude jumped off of some kind of bridge onto a train and like probably like fucked up his But leg. it was a stunt for the music video. Eh. So mom mentions that she has seen Miona call Jabri stupid and yell at him over FaceTime. Jabri then replies to his mom. Yeah, I know. I hope she doesn't call you stupid. No, that's not, that's not a hope. I'm telling you now that's not going to fly. It's not going to happen. Shit's sit in the fan if that even comes close. They're, they're the most problematic couple to me. So you think they're going to have the most like explosions or most like, yeah, because she's made it really clear. She's not trying to live this life. She's trying to live an LA life ASAP, but she can't work for a while. Props props to both. Honestly, though, if she has some kind of following, I'm guessing she earns money. He mentions like she does something. I'm guessing she's a makeup artist. True. I'm just guessing she has like alternative methods to make money, whether it's social media Maybe. You know, being a, a like a product partner or something like that. I don't know. Anything else on them? They're just, I'm just, I'm least no, Oh, interested. just last thing. I do appreciate, though, usually when we see an issue like this where, you know, someone's not happy in the environment or whatever the situation, they're usually hiding it or holding it back. In this case, both of them are being very direct. He's like, hey, probably going to have to live here for a little while, a couple months, even though he's probably underselling it of like the couple months thing. And she's like, no, I don't want to fucking live there. They're both pretty direct about it. Well, it's exactly the same as Jovi and Yara. She was very upfront. She did not want to live there. But I think he probably, well, I guess they're both doing it in this case, like downplaying the length. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if it'll turn out similar where Yara kind of is more okay with it now that she has her own place and it's a little bit further from mom and dad, or I don't see her being okay with it. I don't think she'll be happy anywhere but L.A. or New York. But Yara was different. She actually didn't want to live next to the big city. Yeah, she wanted suburb. Whereas... But then why would you go to L.A. then? I don't know. Maybe that's what kind of had her pull back. She saw, like, what it meant to really be in the city. Mm. And our last couple. First, we have Emily29 from Kansas. Horse girl. That's what I wrote. 
She describes herself as a wild child, loved to party and travel. She was teaching English for two months in China, and that's where she met her partner, Kobe. Kobe, 34 years old, Cameroon. Ex-underwear model. Ex-international underwear international model. Underwear mo- we got a lot of details of how and how long they hooked up the night they met. It was it was a lot. Didn't need all that. But they hooked up. And she loves black guys. Which was weird to say. Just... Very direct. Just yelling that out loud. All right, girl. Got ya. Emily's parents hella judge her. <laughs> they really do. They're like, you aren't the smartest apple on the tree. They're trying to protect her, but make her feel like she's making her own decisions. But they're also like, eh, your past decisions haven't been the best. Yeah. Kobe ended up proposing, and four weeks after their engagement, she found out she was pregnant. He was super excited in the video. It was very sweet to see them both so happy. Wasn't expected, but real happy regardless. She said she came home with a very expensive souvenir. She came home, applied for the visiting visa, and it was denied a week before her due date. Can you imagine that? You are thinking right up until the week. Hey, it's okay, because he's going to be here for the birth. He's going to be here so soon. It's going to come down to it, but you know what? He's going to make it. And then denied. And then COVID. This baby is 17 months old and has not met his father. Something I should point out just to reflect on the difference of mentality between before the 90 days and 90 days cast members. Before the 90 days, they make Ben, for example, Ben and Mahogany. Ben talked to Mahogany in text for like three months and was like, I love you forever. (laughs) Whereas some of these people, it's been a year since they've even seen each other. And they're still like that connection is still there. Yeah. That goes to show how strong their bond is. I mean, a year is a really fucking long time to not be with someone or even see them. So me and Leon went one year without seeing each other. It was the perfect storm of he was overseas for his assignment. It was overseas. Then he got deployment orders. So he had to go to training for a while, do his deployment, come back. But that was still overseas. Yeah, exactly. was a really long time and there are so there's so much fear within that of massive life events are happening is this going to be the same person and i can't imagine that situation with a baby the baby has never met his father and they haven't seen each other in two years the one year was was enough yeah usually it, it is interesting for folks that haven't been away from their family members for an extended amount of time it is crazy to see you know, usually when you're when you're with someone, you can visit all the time. You don't really see the day to day like their changes. But when you go a year without, I mean, obviously you can you can Skype or whatever. You can you can do all that stuff. But not seeing maybe like a niece, a nephew, a, a child, like your child for a year, they're gonna look so different or be so much bigger. And that does bring a. a I'm sure Kobe's gonna experience this. Like, and actually we saw it in the car because I know what he's going through. He is realizing. Wow, I have missed so much time. Or, well, in his case, he's never seen his kid. So, yeah. like, he didn't even have a base of, like, I saw him when he was born, and now it's been a year. But that would bring sadness of, like, oh, my God, my son's so big now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been one year. Like, what did I miss? Like, you know, it, it brings a sadness yeah. to people to think about that. And just a side note, I was so scared me and you have changed too much on that year. It worked out, but real nervous going to the airport. 
Oh yeah, and we were young too, which yeah. you're doing a lot of you know life experiences growing. I think I was like twenty. You're, you were twenty, yeah. So honestly, with them, it's just seeing how everyone fits together. Everything is up in the air for them. Do you think we're going to see her exes? The fact that they were mentioned or just... No, because was, they're in prison. Yeah, that was just kind of like an <laughs> undertone She thing. just wanted to say that she loves bad boys. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we'll see how they are with money. Because he's not the greatest with it. See how her job kind of shifts. And how the parents will, for at least a limited time, support them. Well, Five adults in one bathroom, good lord. Here's my rub, though. Your parents are already, by your own wording heavily supporting you yes you nanny so that that's cool you're, mm-hmm. you're bringing in some money but she's gonna stop that at, you know when he gets here but then she says i can now that he's here i can go find a job and i'm like is the first thing you want to do when you're you have 90 days to like hang out with your fiance is go away and work i don't think it's gonna be that quick it's probably not that quick but is there a plan maybe he doesn't go back like 90 day you're here I think if it all works out, like he would just, they would just get married and he would stay. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I maybe she means long term. Right. Yeah. Is how I'm yeah. hoping, I guess, that it all works out. And the dad was st- pretty straight up like, oh, am I just going to be supporting him the whole time he's here? And she was like, yep. <laughs> That's a little bit of, uh, I don't like that. It's almost, um, oh, what is it? When is you're not appreciative, um, almost like expected. Yeah, and like, it fell on that was, him. It was gross. I don't like it that. Sucks. I don't like that. Though I did love when she said, well, you and mom got engaged after a month. <laughs> mom was like, eh, yeah. <laughs> also, you, we made a comment. We can't tell. I can't tell if Emily's family's got it like that. I don't know if they got a gang of money, if they got a farm. They I don't clearly know. have land and they have, horses are expensive. The yeah. house is very nice, but the it's kitchen on the was smaller ballin'. side. The kitchen was balling. If there's one bathroom. But then they mentioned there was one bathroom. Yeah. So I don't know. Whoa. Are they balling and just like, hey, we get by with this. We're fine with this. Maybe. That's totally possible, but they didn't, maybe they didn't expect this many I grew people. up with one bathroom and I'm never doing it again. Maybe they just didn't expect this many people in their household. I'm sure they thought their older kids were moving out and not bringing more people in. They didn't specifically mention it, I don't think. Well, they did because they said five adults. So her sister, who I'm guessing is younger, also lives with them. Yes. Anything else? No, I am excited. I'm excited for the other couples. I don't really care about Ari and fucking Vinny. That shit's all fake. That shit is all fake. Anything you see on them on this show... Is them you trying don't to get, believe the wine Is throw. them trying to get their own show, trying to be a fucking family Chantel. I don't believe anything oh. that happens. That wine throw was fake as fuck. Someone throws wine in my face, we're fighting immediately <laughs> from the jump. From the jump. Oh! I'm not getting wine thrown. I'm just chilling there like, oh, wine was thrown on my face. No, we're fighting. That's permission to fight. What did I ask you the other night? Does anyone say square up anymore? Hell yeah. No, hell no. <laughs> In, in high school. High school, middle school. Yes. Yes, then no. No, never but I'm again. saying now, like, because, like, kids said it when we were in school when they fought. Oh but my God, you should now ask, that they're adults. You should ask your nephews. Have you ever heard anyone say square up? <laughs> I guarantee they have not. But I'll ask them because okay, I think I'm okay, watching them okay. on Wednesday. Let's ask them. Fuck. <laughs> fucking Ari looks so stupid just sitting there, like, fucking throw the one. Throw anything. Oh, we're, back. we're fighting. Yeah, no, I fully agree with what you said. We're fighting. Yeah, that's. No. You're not you're not walking away. You're staying right there. I wouldn't even care if you sucker punched them. They threw wine at you. She threw wine at you and then oh, walked yeah. away. No. Go it's, sucker punch somebody. You shouldn't have put your back to me. 
Yeah. You threw wine and you turned your back to me? No. Yeah. No. We're in a violence means violence <laughs> mode. Like, you need to be... Oh, yeah. Don't turn your back to me. Leon says that all the time. You match violence with violence. You don't escalate it, but you you match it. Uh, yeah. Everyone out there, if you ever put in a situation to defend yourself, yeah, you, you match that because you, you need to get out of there alive. Yeah. Don't. Don't. No. No. Someone attacks you, you poke them in the fucking eye. Like, That's right. Nope. Break their nose. Whatever you got to do. Kick them in the crotch. You're learning a lot from our podcast today. Yep. I'm going to literally, if you get bored of this podcast, like I'm saying that all season, anytime the shit comes (laughs) up, I'm saying the shit is fake. But he's really an MMA fighter. Yeah. Okay. That was a hard eye roll. Oh my God. You didn't tell me you're training with a lady. Oh, that one was so stupid. I don't give a fuck. No, that, that one was bad. Anyway. All right. I think that's all. Cool. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I was really not excited. Like, I was dreading watching it. And then I watched it, and I was like, okay, I, I, yeah. I'm here. I it get actually it. Went by, it went by pretty quick. Yeah, it was good. It was good. All right. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a good week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Later. Bye.